Blog Talk Radio. What's good, family? What's going on? What's going on? It's your boy, Minister Bernard Marrow, and I am back once again for the By Faith Be Good podcast and radio show. It's an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. I am excited. I am excited. I am excited. Y'all already know I get excited when I connect with my PKN family. I get excited when I'm able to connect with you and share a word from the Lord with you. Come on, we come together to press forward by faith. Why? Because by faith be good, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, family, it's your boy, Minister Bernard Marrow, back once again for another broadcast of the By Faith Be Good podcast and radio show. And, you know, we've been going through this series, Keep Your Faith in Motion. And I'm excited to get into part 12 tonight. Hallelujah, to get into part 12 of this series. I want to shout out all of my Facebook family, all of my Instagram family. We are live tonight. I want to shout out all of my PKN family, my Purpose Kingdom Network family, all of our listeners, our CEO, Ms. Pastor Toy Deli, as well as all of God's messengers. Shout out to you all, family. I love you all so much. Shout out to all of my prayer line family. What's going on? Praying that everybody is doing extremely well, that your day has been off to a great start. Hallelujah, and that you've been enjoying this day thus far. And so, family, I also want to acknowledge that this is the 1,817th broadcast here on Purpose Kingdom Network. That is so awesome. That is so good. He is so good. 1,817th episode here on Purpose Kingdom Network. I keep telling y'all, God is doing some great things here at PKN, and we are grateful and excited for your love and your support, and we are so appreciative of you all. And so let's get into it. Y'all already know, listen, I only got an hour. I only got an hour. So I'm going to go ahead and pray tonight, glory to God, and we're going to jump right in to the Word of God. Amen? excited? Because I know I'm excited. Let's go. Let's get it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Lord. You are wonderful. You are awesome. You are amazing. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for all you've done. We thank you for all you're doing. We thank you in advance for all that you will do. This is the day that you, God, have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. We will continue to give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise, Lord, because there's nobody like you. You are the only true living God. Oh, God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your favor. Thank you for your amazing, unconditional, unfailing, never-ending love. In the name of Jesus, have your way tonight, Holy Spirit. Father, bless your word, that it go forth boldly, that it be a blessing to your children, that we all install it, live by it, and share it with others. By faith in Jesus' name, we pray that someone will rise tonight and ask the most important question they will ever ask. What must they do to be saved? We thank you, Jesus, that as we lift up your name, you will draw all closer to you. Have your way tonight, Holy Spirit. Speak through me. Speak for me. Hallelujah. Take control. Set the atmosphere where we are tonight. Be in the midst of every home. 
be in the midst of every workplace, be in the midst of every school, every college, every daycare, wherever your children are tonight, be in the midst of every car, train, truck, bus, plane, wherever your children are. Have your way, God. Make your presence known. Let your love be felt. Be glorified tonight. And it is so in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, let's give God some praise tonight. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. And so once again, family, I'm so grateful and uh, so excited to be connected with you all this evening for another broadcast of the By Faith Be Good podcast and radio show. There is a word from the Lord for all of us tonight, and it's time to get into it. And so, family, we've been in this series, uh, and, and tonight we are getting into part 12 of this series, Keep Your Faith in Motion. Hallelujah. How many of you know that you got to keep your faith strong? You got to keep your faith strong in the Lord. You got to keep your faith strong in the word of God. And so our foundational scripture for this series, family, is 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 13. And the word of the Lord says, his word is at work in those who believe. His word is at work in those who believe. And so I want to encourage you tonight as we begin to get into the word of God, when your faith is in motion, God's word is working. Come on. When your faith is in motion, God's word is working. What do I mean by keeping your faith in motion? Keep your faith strong. Keep your faith active. Hallelujah. Come on. When you activate your faith, you activate the word of God and the word of God becomes your reality. God's word will begin to manifest in your life. Hallelujah. And so we also know that God said in his word in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so you got to feed your faith, the word of God, so your faith can grow and expand and increase and be established in who God is and in his word. Amen. I shared with you all before uh, the, the revelation uh, of the uh, mustard seed faith. Hallelujah. Come on, what do you do with the seed? He says, all you got, he says, all you need in Matthew 17, 20, all you need is the, the faith, the size of a mustard seed, and you can speak to the mountain and say, mountain, be thou removed, go into the sea, and the mountain will move and go into the sea. Hallelujah. And so, family, the, the revelation about that is, is what are you supposed to do with the seed? You're supposed to plant it, right? And so you got to take that mustard seed faith. It's okay to have mustard seed faith because the Lord said that's all you need. But your faith is supposed to grow and evolve. And so you're supposed to take that mustard seed faith and plant it into the word of God because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so you plant your mustard seed faith in the word of God, and then your faith will begin to grow and evolve and become stronger and be established in who God is and in his word, getting to a point where you won't waver, where you won't worry, where you won't doubt, but you'll be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. When you get a chance, I want you to Google a mustard seed tree. Just, just Google a mustard seed tree, and you're going to see how strong, how tall a mustard seed tree is. And that's how your faith is supposed to grow and evolve. So let's get into it tonight. It's nine minutes after the hour, and I don't want to prolong the word of God any longer. So once again, keep your faith in motion Twelve. And tonight, family, what we're going to focus on is there's joy ahead of you. I want to encourage you with that tonight. I want to really inspire you with this tonight. There's joy ahead of you. And we're going to get into 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 6 to 7 in the New Living Translation. Oh, I want you to get excited. 
I want you to get glad about it because there's joy ahead of you. So let's get into it. First Peter chapter 1, verses 6 and 7 in the New Living Translation. And the word of God says, so be truly glad. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. So your faith is far more precious than mere gold. The word of the Lord says, so when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Now, I want to read this one more time, okay? And so we're in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 6 and 7 in the New Living Translation. The Word of God says, so be truly glad. Be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. Somebody say only for a little while. Come on. There's trust. He says, these trials will show that your faith is genuine. Fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold, he says, so when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. Somebody shout, there's joy ahead of me. Come on. There's joy ahead of me. I've come to encourage you tonight that there's joy ahead of you. Glory to God. There is joy in store for you. Listen, family, the reality of the matter is if you are in faith tonight, you've already got joy. You've got the joy of the Lord that is your strength, unspeakable joy. You've got something that the world can't take away. You've got the joy of the Lord. The world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. You ought to get excited simply because you've already got the joy of the Lord. But I want to inspire you tonight that there's greater joy even ahead of you. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so let's get into it. You know, the joy of believers, our joy rests, God is, because God's grace, his grace is sufficient. Joy is independent circumstances because as children of God, our life transcends circumstances. Listen, y'all know I'm going to break this thing down tonight. I'm going to give it to you. As God gave it to me. We're going to get a full understanding tonight. We're going to get some revelation tonight. We're going to get some spiritual knowledge tonight. We're going to apply it to our life. We're going to put our faith on it, and we're going to press forward by faith, and we're going to walk in the manifestation of it. Hey, glory to God. Come on. We're going to receive the word of God tonight. We're going to apply it to our life. We're going to put our faith on it. We're going to walk in it. And we're going to walk in the manifestation of God's word. Let's go. So our joy, family, the joy of believers, those who believe in Jesus Christ, those who have a personal relationship with him, those who are saved, our joy rests in who God is and his grace. But joy is independent of circumstances because as children of God, our life transcends circumstances. Through Jesus Christ, we have an eternal future. Through Jesus Christ, we have an eternal future. We will never lose the joy of the Lord that, have, uh, that has been given to us. The joy of the Lord that we have no matter what comes our way, because true joy comes 
from God. You will never lose the joy that the Lord has given you. Because no matter what comes your way, true joy only comes from God. So in this chapter of 1 Peter chapter 1, Peter rejoices in his position in Christ Jesus. He says rejoice. The word rejoice, it means to experience a state of great joy and gladness. That's what the word rejoice means. It means to experience a great state of joy and gladness. And so this term, family, the term often expresses exceeding verbal joy, to exalt joys greatly. It conveys the idea of a jubilant exaltation, spiritual gladness, spiritual gladness. And so in 1 Peter chapter 1, uh, here Peter says that we should rejoice during tough times. We should rejoice during tough times. I got a question for you tonight. Should we? Should we rejoice during tough times? Should we be glad in the midst of a trial and tribulation? Should we be glad in the midst of tough circumstances? Should we be rejoicing? We should be rejoicing. Important uh, that we rejoice regardless of the circumstances we face. Regardless of what comes our way, we should rejoice at all times. So here it is, family. It's important here to separate the word rejoice from the idea of feeling only positive emotions. Come on, we're going to break this thing down tonight. When it comes to rejoicing, when it comes to having joy, uh, it's important here, family, in this chapter as we're learning to separate the word rejoice and the word joy from the idea of always feeling positive emotions. Rejoice in this sense does not necessarily mean to be happy as we understand the terms today. While rejoicing may include positive feelings, the New Testament often communicates that rejoicing is a choice about how we think about our lives. Rejoicing, it is a choice. It doesn't always mean it is a positive emotion, but it is a choice. It is being at a point where we choose to rejoice regardless of what comes our way. It, 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 it means that we choose to rejoice regardless of what we see, regardless of how we feel, regardless of what people are saying about us. We make the choice to rejoice anyhow. Peter, he quickly acknowledges that many may be grieved or distressed by various trials in the present moment. He realizes many may be experiencing negative emotions because of their negative circumstances, and yet he encourages them to rejoice in the reality of their eternal circumstances in Christ. Oh, I just said something tonight. Listen, you may not feel like you should rejoice because of your circumstances, but you can rejoice anyhow because of your eternal circumstances in Christ. Come on. It may look like you're going through a financial struggle. It feels like you're going through a financial struggle. It feels like you're going through a sickness. It feels like you've been going through a struggle, through a tough time, but you got to remind yourself that your, your natural circumstances does not have more power than your eternal circumstances. Your natural circumstances does not triumph 
over your eternal circumstances. Your eternal circumstances is that Jesus came so that you can have life and life more abundantly. Your eternal circumstances is not only that you have life more abundantly, but that you also have life eternally. Ah, Your eternal circumstances is that you have the joy of the Lord that is your strength. Your eternal, you have the peace of God which passes all understanding that will keep your heart and mind through his son Jesus Christ. Your eternal circumstances, hallelujah, is that you can always cast your cares on God because he cares for you. Your eternal circumstances is that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord who are the called according to his purpose. Your eternal circumstances is that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can endure. You can persevere. You can overcome. You can walk in victory. You can succeed. You can overcome every obstacle. You can press through every challenge. Your eternal circumstances is that you are the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath, a lender and not a borrower, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are perfected in Christ. You are a child of the Most High God whose victory is guaranteed. You are a child of the Most High God and and he fights every battle for you. This is why we rejoice allowing what we see dictate what we believe. A struggle right now, but it doesn't mean you have to believe that your struggle will last always. It doesn't mean that you have to be okay with your struggle. It doesn't mean that you have to be content with your struggle because the word of the Lord says in Philippians 4, 19, but my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory that is in Christ Jesus. My God's word says, Jesus Christ, his word says, ask and ye shall receive, seek and ye shall find, knock and the door shall be open. God says you shall have what you say because he says in Proverbs 18 and 21, power of life and death lies within the tongue and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And so this is why you should rejoice at all times. Because there's joy ahead of you. Come on, let's get into it. And so we must conclude then, family, that this rejoicing that we must do time, the circumstances are, is less about feelings than about faith. You can't be in faith and in your feelings. Faith and your feelings cannot coexist. You can't be in faith and be jealous. Come on. You can't be in faith and have a spirit of comparison. Come on. You can't be in faith and be angry and and have hatred in your heart. You can't be in faith and hold a grudge. You can't be in faith and have unforgiveness in your heart. You can't be in faith and be anxious or stressed out or frustrated or worrying or doubting. You you should not allow yourself to be led by your emotions, but you should be led by the Holy Spirit. You should keep your faith strong in who God is and in his word. Amen? Peter says, rejoice, be glad, because wonderful joy is ahead of you. In spite of your circumstances, in spite of tough times, in spite of the challenges, in spite of what's happening in this world, you ought to rejoice. We must conclude then that this rejoicing, it is not about how we feel. It has everything to do with faith. It's less about maintaining a perfect emotional state. It is more about a declaration. It's not about being perfect in your emotions. It's about declaring by faith that I will trust in the Lord in spite of, I 
I will rejoice and be glad in this day. In spite of, I will call on the name of Jesus. In spite of, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. For example, family, life worth rejoicing because of what God is doing for us right now. Our life, where we are today, be rejoicing simply because of what God is doing for us right now. Come on, we are provided for. Future is secured. Nothing and no one can change that. We should be rejoicing. Come on, if you got a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, you should be rejoicing. If you are saved tonight, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, come on, y'all know how it goes. You should be rejoicing tonight. You are the redeemed. You should be rejoicing tonight. Take ownership of being a child of God. You should be rejoicing tonight. Hallelujah. Because your future cured. Come on. How many of you know Jesus went to prepare a place for us? Come on. Come on. Not only can we get excited about what God is doing in the land of the living, but we can get excited about where we're going to spend eternity. Come on. We're going to be in the presence of our God. We're going to have, each, we have, we already have it, eternal life. We are to rejoice the elect of God. We are to rejoice as the elect of God because we are set apart for God and we have been sanctified by the Spirit of God. We should live in obedience to our, to, to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ so that his grace and his peace may be multiplied to all of us, all being called by his name. Amen. It is only by God's abundant mercy, by his grace, that we have come to this living hope in Christ. Because of God's grace, we have been endowed with an inheritance that is incorruptible and will never fade away. I want to say that again. Because of the grace of God, because of his mercy, we have been endowed with an inheritance that is incorruptible and will never fade away. Why we should rejoice. We should rejoice in our calling and our birth and our salvation and our sanctification, knowing that death and every trial has been conquered by Jesus, rejoicing because we are kept by the power of God unto every good word and work. Why you have to keep your faith in motion because there's joy ahead of you. God, guaranteed, he's going to fulfill his word in your life. He's going to do what he's promised. You know, family, the paradox of our faith is that we can rejoice in the midst suffering. Rejoice always. You've got a reason every single day of your life to give God praise. In spite of how you feel, in spite of what you see, in spite of tough times, God wants us to be consistent in being strong in faith, in laboring in his word, and in trusting in him. I want to share this with you tonight. You know, uh, on the Thursday night prayer live last night, the Lord spoke through me, and he said, you know, if you're not trusting in him, that's why you're frustrated. If you don't, if you don't trust God, that's why you're stressed out. That's why you're frustrated. You, you know, you have a strong level of uncertainty because you're not trusting God. Peace in trusting God. There's, there's comfort in trusting God. There's certainty. There's assurance in trusting God to know that 
I can trust God. I can trust in the Lord and lean not to my own understanding, acknowledge him in all my ways because he will direct my path. He will provide. He will heal. He will deliver. He will restore. He will mend my broken heart. He is able to renew my mind. He's able to renew my strength. He's able to bless me exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all that I can act or think of according to his power that is at work within me. Amen. And so let's keep going. The seventh family. The word of God says, get into this tonight, and I also want to get this on the screen, and I'm going to read verse 7. The word of God says, 7, 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 7, he says, these trials will show your faith genuine. These trials will show that your faith genuine. says, it is being, uh, let's keep it going. He says, it is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is more precious than mere gold, he says, so when your faith remains strong uh, through many trials, so when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. And so in verse 6, Peter has written that as Christians, as believers, as children of God, we should rejoice. This is in response to God's great mercy, always being provided for, eternity, Savior in heaven. This is why we should rejoice, family. Response to God's great mercy, we should rejoice for the simple fact that we are always provided for by God. We should rejoice because of our great hope of spending eternity with our Savior in heaven. We are being encouraged to rejoice even while dealing with the trials we face in these present times. So now in verse 7, verse 7 reveals that these trials which cause many to grieve, to be grieved, to be upset, to be frustrated, these trials, they have a point. They exist for a reason. These trials have a purpose. Believers suffering always serves a purpose describes the benefit of these trials, which may uh, distress us but doesn't prevent us from rejoicing. I want to say that again. Peter, he, he, he lets us know that these trials, they may cause distress. They may uh, cause you to feel grieved, but they never prevent you from rejoicing through tough times, you may not like the feeling of the trial. You are not going to like going through the process of the trial, but it doesn't mean you have to stop rejoicing. They test, they purify, and prove our faith. Basically, what God is saying to us tonight through his word, trials come Test, purify, and prove our faith. In the book of Luke, it talks about faith. He says, there are those of you who have faith, you get excited when you hear the word of God. You get excited. There's ex- an excitement. He says, but soon as temptation comes, He says, your faith falls away. This is Jesus talking. He says, your faith falls away. So you have faith without roots. Faith is not established in who God is. 
your faith is, is it has no roots. In other words, family, this is people who could be religious. This is people who just go through the motions. This is people who do not apply the word of God to their life. You are just going through the motions. If you are just going through the formalities, then this is why your faith has no roots. You are not spending time in God's word. If you're not getting into the word of God so the word of God can get into you, this is why your faith does not have roots. Your faith is not established because you have not been feeding your faith, but also you have not applied the word of God to your life. You've been going with the flow. Hear the word of God and you get excited, but soon as you leave God's house, you're right back in the position you were in before you went to church in the first place. Right back at being depressed, right back at being frustrated, right back at being stressed out, right back at being weary, right back at worrying, right back at uh, wandering, back in a position of being uncertain. You should should have applied the word of God that was declared to your life. You should be spending personal time in the word of God. You should be applying your faith to the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Rejoicing is not always an emotional thing when it comes to rejoicing. Rejoicing is a choice. It is a decision to rejoice in spite of where you are, in spite of what you have not received yet, in spite of what has not changed. In spite of who rejected you, in spite of who talked about you, can I bless you tonight? With God, you are completely accepted, totally forgiven, and dearly loved. You are cared for. You are provided for. You are protected. You can rejoice because God always makes a way out of no way. You can rejoice because God, he covers us. At all times, you can rejoice because God, he always provides a way of escape. You can rejoice because weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. When we remain focused and faithful to God and stay in his word, our faith will begin to grow stronger. Pairs and contrast our faith with gold family, like gold, our faith is refined and purified by the heat of trials. Like earthly gold, our faith will continue to be of great worth even in eternity. And so the word refined means when gold gold has impurities, unwanted elements, to be removed. Break this down for you. The word refined means when there is impurities or unwanted elements have to be removed. Has to be removed. Watch this. Processing. Going through the fire. So family, by going through the fire, at times, your faith and your focus may be contaminated. I said something tonight. At times, your faith may be contaminated. So God will take you through the fire in order to purify and strengthen your faith. But here's the thing. You can thank God because even when you go through the fire, when you come out, you won't smell like smoke. You won't look like what you've been going through. Better, stronger, wiser, healed, and made whole in Jesus' name. So Peter says that our faith provides an opportunity to participate in giving and receiving praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. And so when Christ returns and all all comes to understand the truth, 
Christ returns and the whole world will see that he is so real and so alive, Jesus will receive all the honor, glory, and the praise as the true Lord and King, and our faith in him will be fully vindicated. Family, you've got to keep your faith in motion. I pray this word is blessing you tonight. Hallelujah. And so let's close this thing out. You know, God's will for all his children is that we rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. And in all things, give thanks to him during the inevitable difficulties of life that we all have to face. The various trials that are the position or portion more so that, that are the portion of all humanity. Everybody in this world is going to go through something. We've all experienced some type of struggle, challenge, obstacle, or tough season. Trials are the criteria that God uses to test and increase our faith in him. We'll praise and develop our trust in his word. We are told in God's word to rejoice greatly in the Lord, even though for a time we may have to suffer. We ought to still rejoice. Trials that come our way is not a stick of punishment. I'm going to say that again. The trials that comes our way, it is not a stick of punishment from an angry God for our misdemeanors because of our sins, but the corrective chastening rod of our loving Heavenly Father. You are going through tough times. When, when God is allowing you to go through a season of suffering, not in punishment, it is a season where God is pruning you. He's pruning you to grow you. God is cutting away what does not add value to your life. God is making, shaping, and molding you. God is breaking you to make you. He'll break you down to raise you back up. When you're going through a tough time, when you're going through a season of suffering, it is not God punishing you, but it is God loving you in a way where he wants to get you to where he wants you to be. He wants you to flow how he created you to flow. He wants you to speak how he created you to speak. He wants you to serve how he created you to serve. He wants you to walk in the purpose that he created you to fulfill. So God got to take you through a season where he breaks you in order to make you, where he'll break you down in order to raise you back up. He'll allow you to suffer simply because of what he has in store for you. You're ready so that you're prepared. He loves us so much, his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to pay the price for our sin so that by believing in him, forgiveness of our sins and life everlasting. Family, there's joy ahead of you. Joy ahead of you. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, a familiar verse in the word of God. Fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. To despise the shame, what that means is you give no attention to it. It means you persevere, you endure, and you overcome, and you don't even feed in disrespect. You don't even feed in to what's being said about you. Jesus despised the shame because he remained focused. And he went through the process that he had to go through in order to come out as pure gold, in order to come out victorious. He despised the shame. He didn't feed into the negativity. He didn't feed into what was being said. He didn't get caught up into uh, getting caught up. He didn't get caught up in, into what those who were trying to come at him. 
everything that was going on around him, he didn't get caught up in it. He stayed the course. Dealt with his suffering. Came out as pure gold. In the presence of God is the fullness of joy. There it is. And pleasures forevermore. Family, I'm here tonight to encourage you to keep your faith in motion. Because there's joy ahead of you. There's joy ahead of you. There's greater in store for you. Promotion, financial increase. I want you to see yourself being healed. See yourself being promoted. See, see, see yourself in a position where all is well. Come on. You got to see it before you see it. Yourself in that new house. See yourself driving that new car. See yourself in that new position. See your family being saved. See your children being safe. See your children being respectful. See your children being successful. See your motivation to strive, to keep striving, to keep pressing forward, to keep pressing, to keep praising, and to keep praying, to keep pressing towards God, to keep praising His holy name. To keep praying so that things can change. You got to keep your faith in motion. I so pray that this word has encouraged you and blessed you tonight. Peter tells us that we are to rejoice. He tells us that we are to rejoice. He tells us we are to rejoice of what's happening around us, in spite of trials and tribulations, we are to rejoice simply because there's joy ahead of us, simply because of who God is. And so, family, you've been listening tonight, and you want to make the greatest decision that you will ever make in your life. There's no other decision that will be greater than the decision to accept Jesus Christ into your life, into your heart, as your Lord and personal Savior. The Word of God says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And Romans chapter 10, verse 13 says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Your past is, it don't matter how old you are, what your race is, where you are, where you've been, who you've been around, the mistakes you've made, the things you've done. This is your time. This is the opportunity you've been waiting on. God said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. You're not seeking the opportunity to... For, uh, uh, in your career or, or the financial increase or another opportunity. or God knows what you need. The opportunity you've really been waiting on is to be offered an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ into your life. Yeah, that's the opportunity you've been waiting on. So I encourage you today, listen, family, it's not hard and it's not complicated. People keep making When it comes to having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and getting to know him for yourself, people make it so hard and so complicated. It's not hard, y'all. It's not meant to be hard or complicated. People make it more than what it is. It's very important, very serious to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and to be saved so that you can live forever in eternity with him so that you won't go to hell. That's right. Hell is a real place, and it was not created, created for the devil. But what Satan is doing is he's trying to take as many people with him as he can. Hell was not created for you, but it is a real place. The main thing that will send anybody to hell is not having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's it. That's it. Being saved, not accepting him into your life, that will send some. That is it. That's it harder than what it is. God does not want a religious relationship. He wants a real, personal, intimate relationship. You got to choose relationship over religion and faith over tradition. 
stop getting caught up in these ceremonies and these rituals and these formalities. Stop getting caught up in that stuff. Stop having a mindset, oh, I go to church on Sunday because that's what you do as a Christian. But are you receiving the word? Are you applying the word of God to your life? Are you living out the word of God? Are you living according to the word of God? Are you spending personal time with God in prayer? Are you spending personal time with God in his word? Are you seeking him on a daily basis? Are you giving God praise? Are you worshiping him in spirit and in truth? Are you trusting in him? Are you depending on him? Are you casting your cares on him because he cares for you? Are you just going through the motions? I want to go to church and shout and have a feel-good moment and then leave and go right back to where I was before I went to church. No. No. I want to go to church and shout and have a feel-good moment and then leave and try to figure out everything else on my own. No. No. No, family, that ain't how we're supposed to flow. That ain't how we're supposed to live. I want to go to church and be excited and have a great experience and a feel-good moment and then come out and, and, and be worrying and come out and do the same and get right back involved into the things that God has already delivered me out of, getting involved in the things that I know I ain't got no business doing. Come on, that ain't being religious neither job to judge you is not our job to condemn you. Our job is to be there for you and to love on you, to show you an abundance of love, to let the love of Christ flow through us. It is not our job to judge or condemn. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, for there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. We're not supposed to be judging you or condemning you. We're supposed to love you and be there for you and help you get closer to Christ. If there's anything about you that needs to be changed, God will do it through his word, through the Holy Spirit. He will do a transformational work in your life. Our job is to let you know that Jesus is so real and so alive. He is not a fairy tale. He is not a myth. He is not a fairy. He is God. He is so real and so alive. But Jesus, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come on. So if that's you tonight, I want you to repeat this prayer after me, family. Say, Heavenly Father, forgive me. I have sinned. In short, please, Jesus Christ, Son of God, believe Jesus Christ, died for my sins, and rose with all power. Believe Jesus Christ so real alive. Jesus save me. Accept you, my Lord, my Savior. Come into my life. Come into my heart. Stay in my life. Holy Spirit in my heart. Come into my life. Stay in my life and have your way that I live to God's word, will, way. Jesus' name, amen. Family, if you repeated that prayer after me for the first time, you just got saved. And this is the first day of the best days of the rest of your life. We, listen, this is what I want to do. We officially welcome you into the family of God. You've always been a part of God's family, but tonight you've officially taken ownership of being a part of God's family. Family, listen, I want to encourage you to get into a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching church where they can help you grow spiritually through the word of God, and y'all can encourage and inspire each other to stay focused, always pressing forward by faith, showing each other an abundance of love, letting the love of Christ flow through you. Hallelujah. You've just made the greatest decision you will ever make in your life, and I'm excited about your future. To God be all the glory. At this time, family, we want to open up for our announcements. Amen. Amen, amen. Excellent episode tonight, Minister Bernard. Um, Great show.
All right, and real quickly, I'll go into the announcements. This is the Product Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode, no matter where in the world you are, whether you listen to us online or via phone. We greatly uh, appreciate your listenership and your support for us here at Purpose Kingdom Network. Anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And when we do a live broadcast, we do have a call-in number, which is 319-527-6091. Anytime you want to talk to any one of our hosts, you can press the number one. If you want to contact us via uh, email, you can contact us at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com, where you can send your comments, questions, concerns. Or um, if you have a praise report, we greatly accept that. And uh, if you are in need of a Bible, just please leave your contact information. Also, if you want to be part of a Christian game show, leave your contact number there also. And uh, with that being said, we also do have a uh, Facebook page, which is uh, Purpose Kingdom at Facebook. There you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements, as well as other social media pages, as well as Instagram and Twitter. We're under the handle of Purpose underscore Kingdom. Uh, And... um, we also do have a radio network, which is pkn.com. Please check it out. Uh, there you'll have 24 hours of music of inspiration. Uh, please check it out. Also, uh, we are at Radio Co. So you can just go to radioco.com and check us out. From there, we have our rebroadcast, some uh, some uh, morning word of, of uh, worship, and uh, other, other things in nature. <clears throat> tomorrow evening, with God's will and God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour. And we're going to have another rebroadcast of Purpose Kingdom Network. So please uh, stay tuned and check it out. So once again, with God's will and God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for a rebroadcast of Purpose Kingdom Network. With that being said, it's going to be the end of the announcements, and we're going to uh, go back to Minister Bernard. Minister Bernard. All right. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. And uh, once again, I just pray that, you are inspired and encouraged to stay focused and always press forward, you know, pressing forward by faith. It's important, family, that you keep your faith in motion. It's so important that you keep your faith in motion. First uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. God's word is at work in those who believe. And so uh, when your faith is in motion, God's word is working. His word is working. When the enemy try to come against you, hey, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rise up against me shall be condemned. In Jesus' name, when challenges come your way, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on, I'm more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ who loves me unconditionally, without limits. Hallelujah. Come on. You are the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. You are a lender and not a borrower. Listen, as I said last night on uh, Thursday Night Prayer Live, I want to say it again tonight. Know who you are. Know who you are, family. You are a child of God. A child of God. Yes, we have to be humble, but you are not average. You are not ordinary. You are a child of God. Hey, I'll even go as far as you deserve the best of everything. That's right. The best of everything. Know who you are. Hallelujah. We know that all that God does for us, all that he provides, all that he has in store, we didn't do anything to deserve it. But because we're saved, because we got a personal relationship with him, because of his grace and his mercy, mm-hmm, that's why we deserve it, because we are his children, and God takes care of his children. Know who you are. You are a child of the Most High God. Don't you ever downplay who you are. Don't you ever compromise what God has done and is doing and will do in your life. Yes, remain humble. But you better give God some glory. Talk about the great things he has done. If God bless you with a new house, talk about it. You ain't got to throw it in nobody's face. You ain't got to be arrogant or, or, or nothing like that. No, but talk about stop downplaying what God is doing in your life. You want God to do even more in your life, right? 
testify. We overcome by the blood of a lamb and the word of our testimony. And when you testify, when you talk about God's goodness and what he has done, is doing, and will do in your life, that's going to renew your strength to continue to press forward. That's going to inspire you. As the song says, as Todd Tribbett say, if he did it before, he can do it again. Come on. So I just want you all to be super encouraged, inspired, to press forward by faith, to know that God is always with you. He will always have you covered. Family, there is joy ahead of you. Stay focused. Let Jesus lead you and press forward by faith. Y'all already know, by faith we good, for we walk by faith and not by sight. I love you all, family. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never want to see me down, I will not lose. Baby.